0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Beast Mode Podcast. This is Aaron Bees. I'm, as always, excited to be here with you guys. I'm gonna be talking about one of my favorite things, which is leadership. And, you know, I remember from, from a very young age, I remember my parents not talking to me like I was a little kid. I remember being taught and, and communicated, 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 is that even right? <laughs> We're going to roll with it. But I remember them talking to me like I was a human being, not a two-year-old, not a three-year-old. They started to talk to me like I was a leader. And I didn't realize until I became a parent that that's how I am teaching my kids. That's how we're we're teaching our kids together is we talk to them like they're human beings. Mia is 12. Gavin is six. And I didn't realize now or, you know, until, until I became a parent 12 years ago that... I was being taught to be a leader. I was being taught to communicate. I was being taught to speak and voice my opinion. I had no idea. So then when I grew up and joined the military and left the roost and was uh, went to basic training and stuff like that, kind of a funny story, actually. Uh, <laughs> when I was in basic training, I'm actually still friends with one of my TIs. When I was in basic training, I um, we were, I can't remember what we were doing. I think we were doing something with our drawers. You have to have things folded in a certain place. You could only have specific items. Your bed had to be made a certain way. By the way, I would love to know if any of you are veterans as well, especially female veterans, because I feel like that's a voice that isn't as loud in the veteran community. And I would like to make that voice louder. So if you're a veteran, I would love to know. would love to connect with you. So anyways, we are... here we're working in our drawers and I don't even remember what week of basic training I was in. And all of a sudden my TI, my maiden name is Fred Driesi, by the way. I know that's kind of crazy. Fred Dries-y. I know it's a mouthful. Anyways, uh, all I hear from his office in our dorm room was Fred Riese! And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. And so <laughs> I ran in there and you have to give this reporting statement and all of these things. And so uh, I start talking to him, and, and he's like, where are you from? And I'm like, what is happening? I'm really nervous right now. And he asked where I was from. I said, I was from Colorado Springs. And he was like, no, 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 no. What I mean is, are you from the city, or are you from the country? And I said, no, sir, I'm from the city. And he said, ah, I can tell you've got an attitude problem. Get back to work. <laughs> I was like, what? And I remember, there were many, many times with bosses. There were many times in in my first jobs. And granted, in high school, I did have an attitude, real talk. However, I hadn't said a word for my first four weeks in basic training. I hadn't said anything to anybody. I just put my head down and was doing my work. That's all I was focused on. So for him to peg that, I was like, what is happening? How did he even get like, I haven't said anything. I don't understand, right? It just oozes. When, when you have some kind of a, whether it's a natural ability or something that you've been taught, it literally, that leadership oozes from your pores. So he had it pegged, right? But I can remember growing up when I had my first job, by the way, fun little fact, my first job was actually at Sbarro's. I worked with my brother and it was really, really fun. I had a great time. I was in high school at the time. Another fun little fact, I had to have a job before I could get my license. I paid my own insurance all through high school. Um, I believe I paid my own registration and all of that stuff. I was gifted a 1986 Chevy Cavalier from my grandfather and my grandmother. And I cried when I got it because it was just really exciting. And it was that kind of tan color that was... So old that it looked kind of yellow. So we used to call it the banana mobile. (laughs) But anyways, all these memories are coming and I feel like I just want to share that with you guys. So I hope that's cool with you. But anyways, in those jobs, I remember bosses, especially female bosses telling me that I had an attitude. I remember when I was in the military, I had a female boss that actually wrote me down on my EPR. EPRs are enlisted performance reports. It is an eva- an annual evaluation of how you're doing your job. But in the military, they have this whole in the Air Force, especially they have this whole person concept. So, you're rated on what you do outside of duty hours. You're rated on are you going to school? Are you volunteering? Are you doing all of these things? How are you performing in your job? It's literally all this it, it's a whole person concept. You're, you're just being evaluated on the human being that you are, essentially. It's very political. I'll be very honest with you. There's a lot of uh, butt kissers. <laughs> it is what it is. And I was not ever somebody that was going to kiss somebody's butt. I'm not going to chase somebody because I want them to see me. I am not going to tell somebody what they want me to hear because I want them to just recognize me and be around them. What I will do is I'm going to be honest. What I will do is say, I don't think this is gonna work. I think we should do it this way. And so I remember this female boss actually marked me down on my EPR because she said that I had an attitude. Now keep in mind, I never was in trouble. I had zero negative reports. There was nothing on my file. I did my job well. I finished my uh, CDCs, which are your, you think of like college, in the military you have kind of a college on your job after you go to tech school and it's just to make sure that you're staying proficient in what you're doing. So, I was one of the only people that had that done within a year of graduating from my tech school. But I had an attitude, so she marked me down. And here's what I've learned over the years, you guys. Maybe that's you. Maybe you're the person that is somebody says you, you know, you just have an attitude, especially women. Women hear me when I say this, okay? I just got goosebumps. People are going to want to follow somebody that is a stronger leader than they are, okay? And there's many different facets of leadership. I'm not going to get into all that. There's many different facets. It, You know, it, we'll just leave it at that. However, when you have somebody that is your direct boss and you are a naturally gifted, stronger leader than that person, especially women, they're going to do everything that they can to break you. They're going to do everything that they can to make themselves feel better because you are a naturally stronger leader than they are, and they don't have the same gifts. So instead of seeing it as a, wow, this is really cool, we, we can, I, I think back if that were me, if I were my former leader in the military, I would have said, Aaron, I see some greatness in you you have the ability to pull people together to work on one goal and I think that's awesome and I would have given myself some tasks to pull everybody together and get stuff done rather than trying to break me and that's happened over and over and over again you guys I've always been told I have an attitude I've always been told that I was rebellious and you know what (laughs) I almost kind of want to swear, but I'm not going to because it's a family friendly show. But I'll be darned if I'm going to do that to my daughter. I'm going to be darned if I do that to my son. I want them to speak up. I want them to step into a crowd and say, you know what? This is the direction we're going. Who's going with me? Let's go. It may work. It may not, but we're going to learn something out of it. Let's take some steps. Let's go, people. And the only people that encouraged that were my parents growing up. I had basketball coaches that wanted me to stay in the box. When I got into the military, I had people that wanted me to stay in the box. When I joined network marketing, I had leaders that I was stronger. I had more of a natural gifted ability as far as leadership and drawing people together working in one direction. That wanted to keep me in the box. I had leaders that manipulated me into thinking that I was somebody that you know, I was I was family to them and all they were doing was trying to manipulate me to keep people around. I've been there, you guys. Leadership is a beautiful thing, but where leadership goes wrong is when you're using it for personal gain. When people are trying to to keep you inside of a box, or maybe it's you, maybe maybe you are in network marketing like I am, and you have some people that have some strong opinions. Don't stifle them. The greatest thing somebody could have ever done, my leader now, my friend, and my mentor, when I come to her and I say, hey, I've got some ideas. I don't know if it's going to work, but what do you think? You know what she tells me? Try it. Go try it. Come back to me. Let me know how it works. So I go and I try it. And some of the things work and some of them don't, but I learned something out of it. So if you're in network marketing, if you're in a career where you are leading people those are little sparks of who you have in your organization that really want something bigger. And in order for you to develop that bigger within them, you're going to have to let them fly. It does not behoove you as a leader to clip other people's wings. You want them to fly from the nest, you guys. In our organization, I literally push people out of the nest. Hey, you know what? How long do you need to feel confident in and what we're doing here. A month, two months, like talk to me. Okay, cool, this starts today. We're on day one, day 60. You're getting pushed out of the nest because the biggest compliment that you can give me as a leader is for you to flap your wings and say, you know what, Erin believed in me, so I took a step. She may have given me a little nudge. I'll always be the friend that's gonna push people off the cliff and watch that parachute pop open and watch their eyes bug out of their head like, oh my God, I did it. I will always be that friend. I will always be that leader. I will always be that mentor because it doesn't benefit anybody to keep people around you in the nest. Go fly, encourage your people to fly, flap your wings, fall, get gritty, skin your knees, learn some things. That's how leadership is developed. And if you're telling your people that they have an attitude, if you're telling your people that they should do you know, what you're doing in your style and in, in your way, Nobody is ever going to develop leadership. And in network marketing, you're always going to be at the same level. So encourage the ideas. Encourage people to come to you and say, you know what? I have this idea. I don't know if it'll work. And tell them to go and study it. Try it. Do a 60-day study. Come back to me. Let me know how it works for you. It might be something that benefits the organization. Well, we've got to, we've got to study it a little bit before we just start implementing it. That's probably one of my biggest, hmm, what's the word I want to use? I, I want to say sabotage. Like I sabotaged myself for so many years, literally throwing darts at a dartboard. So I'd get an idea. I'd implement it immediately without any thought, without trying, without, you know, talking to anybody or whatever. Like I would just implement it. And when you're in leadership, that makes it really hard for people to follow what you're doing. Ultimately, people want to do what you're doing. They want to be making the money that you're making. They want the car that you have. They want the bank account that you have. And it doesn't matter if you're making $200 a month or $2,000 a day. It doesn't matter. There's somebody that's watching you that wants to be where you're at. So stop playing so small and and shift that mindset. It's really, really important. How can you duplicate what you were doing to somebody else, but still give them that creative freedom? How can you work with somebody that's brand new, that's a fresh pair of eyes on the systems that you have in place and tweak them to make them even more streamlined and easier to implement? That comes with leadership. That comes with making sure that your ego is not running the show because friends your ego is not your amigo. I don't claim to have all the answers. I don't know all of the answers, but I'm darn sure willing to learn them. I'm absolutely going to tell my organization. I'm not really sure. Give me a second. Let's talk about this. Okay, let's try this. Let's collect some data. Let's collect some things. And now let's implement it because I, I feel like after seeing some results, this is how it's going to help us. That's leadership. So for those of you that are being told that you have an attitude, for those of you that have a boss that's you literally feel like they're sticking their thumb on your face, trying to keep you in the box, trying to keep you just coloring within the lines, you know what? Grab that crayon and start marking all over that page. And know that it's just because you're a stronger leader than they are. And that's not me throwing shade at them. That's a reality. People will naturally gravitate towards somebody that's a stronger leader. It just may happen to be your boss is not as gifted in the leadership department as you are. I have this uncanny ability that I have learned over the years, and I swear it comes from basketball. It comes from organized sport to communicate what we're doing and to move forward together. My mom has the same gift My dad has the same gift. We literally pull people together and move forward as a group working on a common goal. It's the most beautiful thing. But with that, I'm always going to have, there's always going to be kind of a negative spin on that. There's always a positive and there's always a challenge. There's always a gift and there's always an obstacle. Does this make sense to you guys? Let me know if it does. Right? So, The challenge is, in the past, I have slowed down my speed to make sure everybody's included. I know some of you were just like, oh, snap. Here's the thing. As a leader, the best thing that you can do is to run at full speed. Because it's going to help you identify who to pour into in your organization. It's going to help you identify who really wants this. It's going to help you identify the people that just kind of want to be around you, but don't really want to do anything with it. And let's speak on that for a second. There's a lot of people that just want to be around you because they like you. They want to be a part of the community. I'm running a million dollar organization, you guys. I've got lots of friends, but my friends and this is going to sting a little bit, are not people within the organization. Does that mean that I don't love them? Absolutely not. I love them with everything. I know who their families are. I know where they live. I know what they're doing. I know what their day job is. I know the names of their pets. I know if their dog is deaf. I know all of these things. But I'm not going to sit here and kumbaya around everybody because it's not going to push them to greatness. So check yourself when it comes to that. There's going to be people that come around you as you grow as a leader in any career. It doesn't matter. that want to be around you because they just want to be around you. Your, your time needs to be earned. Hey, Aaron, can we get on a Zoom? Sure can. What are you going to do to earn it? Hey, Aaron, I have this idea. Great. What are you going to do, do, do to earn my time? I'm a mom of two. I have my hobbies. I'm on a basketball team. I have a million-dollar organization. I run my own personal business. I am a wife. And I live in my dream home. We all have the same 24 hours. We all have very similar gifts and talents. We all are striving to to fit somewhere in this this grand scheme of leadership. And that is awesome. But I'm definitely going to set boundaries for my time. And you should, too. Because there were many times early on in my Career in network marketing that I was just pouring into everybody. And you can't put your goals on somebody else. You can't make somebody want it more than they want it for themselves. That's just how it is. You've got to love people where they're at. You've got to support them even when you know they're 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 taking a step backwards. You've got to know that everything is gonna happen in divine timing. So if you just look at the people that are standing in front of you, if you keep running the race, if you're sprinting and you're kind of looking over your shoulder, watching to see who's going to keep up, you know, who's raising their hand, if you're developing yourself personally every single day, I'm telling you, everything will fall into place. Stop worrying about the how, stop worrying about the the tool that's going to take you or the next team member or the next raise or whatever the case may be, and just know just keep running. Just keep that pace. Don't ever let your foot off the gas. And know, friends, if somebody told you that you have an attitude, like they have told me my entire life, just know that you are my people and you are destined for greatness. I love you guys so much. If this brought you some value, the biggest compliment that you can give me is to leave me a five-star rating so that I can get this message out to other people. That would be amazing. You can also screenshot this and tag me in your stories. That would be awesome as well. I love seeing everybody's takeaways. I love hearing that you guys are getting value. It just feeds my soul to put out even more content. So you can find me on Instagram at The Real Beast Mode. You can find me on Facebook under Aaron Bees. And I love you guys. Thank you so much. And I hope this brought you some value. Step into the leader that you are destined to be, you guys. There's no, there, there's no better path than developing yourself and bringing people, to, pe- bringing people with you. It's just, it's so rewarding, right? So I will see you on the next podcast. Leave me that five-star rating. Love you guys. Talk to you later.